1: You gotta become a tourist attraction for whatever it is you selling. I don't care if you're selling zoo, I don't care if you're selling drugs, I don't care if you're selling marketing, I don't care if you're selling teams. whatever you're selling, you're gonna have to be different. You're gonna have to be unique. You're gonna have to be something that stands out. You're gonna have to be able to make some noise. You're gonna have to be able to do something. But I'm not a salesman. Well, you better hire one because ain't nothing moving without sales. Turn my mic
0: up. For you. Take this. Yeah ah yeah. uh, on the road to the riches life takes a toe like bridges good friends become foes and snitches better watch you nose in your business all right so hustle fam hustle fam we are back um listen y'all um you know summertime is 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 approaching um you know the world is opening back up and you know, we we're gonna start going outside a little bit more and and, and start getting into our communities and, and and start trying to get back to some type of normalcy. And um, you know, when I think of summertime and I think of going outside, man, I think of eating, I think of some good food. I I I I thought it would be no show better um today than to get with my brother Izell Barnes, um, the owner of Zogie's, um, Zogi's food truck. Um Yo, Zogies is sweeping the nation, um, especially in New Jersey, man. Really, like really taking over, really making a a, a, a stamp in the area. Um, really doing big things. So I wanted to get Ezel on the show today. Izell Barnes, welcome to Truck and Hustle, my brother. Oh, thank you for
1: uh, inviting me, my brother. Yeah, that is I, uh, Chef Zogi, Ezel Barnes, Zani me, I guess. Yes, indeed, man. We. I'm telling y'all from the rip, yeah, I mean, follow Zogies, man. Facebook and Instagram, you'll be entertained. But once you ever get that food, going to go straight to your brain. Y'all may be cool, smooth, thorough drivers right now, but all your skills get upgraded. When you go to Zogies, or want to to give it a photo of BBJs. We want to serve equals every Zuck, and Zay. Man, we drawing people from all over the East Coast all day, Zevery, Zay. And I'm happy as hell to be on this podcast, my brother. Thank you for inviting me, man.
0: Yo, bro, that's a fact. And as y'all hear, this brother is passionate about what he's doing. Um, yo, this brand is crazy, bro. So you know, you guys know I like to get into different niches. I mean, we talk trucking, but there's so many different ways that we can make money with trucks, right? And you know, I love food. I, I, I love to eat. So food trucks has always been something I've been extremely interested in. Um, the 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 business and and everything behind it, and, and, and you know, just how you go about you know starting a food truck. And just building a food truck brand, and Izell um, has done a phenomenal job with, with with his business. Like he said, man, um, you know he's he's in Jersey, but this 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 brother has people coming from all over the tri-state area, New York, Philadelphia, Maryland, Delaware, um, to get this experience. And this is more than food, man. This is an experience that you get when when you visit Zogi. So. Um, let, 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 let's start off by telling the Truck and Hustle fam a little bit about your business. What is what, what, what is Zogies? Talk to us a little bit about your business. Yo, man, Zogies is what you just got done to told It's a whole
1: vibe, man. Zogies a whole experience. There's a whole reality, actually. You know what I mean, that started in the backyard, man, like almost a decade ago. In the backyard with a dream with a uh, with a Walmart fryer sitting in the backyard and told cats from the rip, yo, this is gonna be fresh season marination taking over the nation. You know yeah, I mean, so in the backyard with a Walmart fryer, I had a vision I have I would have food trucks all over the place, man. And it started out crazy from the rip. I want y'all to come to my backyard, but I got something called a zokia what? A zokia it's an unbelievable fish hoagie, man. At the time, I first thought I wasn't even frying the rolls or nothing like that. But, man, the hustle began immediately, man. From that backyard, I had a basketball game, and we won the championship. And I told everybody, we celebrating in my yard, and I'm selling Zogies. Five dollars, come get them. And then for all y'all losers, the best way to get over a loss is to come eat a zogi. Because zogi's just does things for you, man. And crazy as it was, man, they all sat there in the yard and that was my first cracking of the pepper, putting out some sandwiches and actually some Zogies. and the individuals. I will be in their face like this, bro, when they fight And if their eyebrows don't raise, i am like, oh shit, I gotta do some work. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh cats loved it, man. They loved it from the rip. So then I had to grind. So I got on my bike, man, and started driving around town on my bike. Giving out hoagies. And they was like, what is it? I said, it's actually not Oh, it's a hoagie. And from the rip cast, like, what? And once they back gave them for free. And once they bit that joint, they said, yo, my mans, get me one of these. And I would ride my bike back to the crib, put my little fish and stuff in my little fry, make my joint up, get back on the bike, ride up the block. And deliver them, Jones man. And from that moment, that's how that's been the ground. That's been the, the blueprint. Getting on it immediately, moving and grinding, regardless of what's going on. And man, we've we been taking steps by steps from the from the yard to, with the little Walmart fry to got a little commercial fry. Then all of a sudden, man, I got a little little lawnmower uh, trailer, put three fryers on it, and got a tent, put it over top, and start going to different towns with the joint, man. And it, it's just been a crazy, crazy. uh I guess you would say uh it's experience because it's, it's been real man I, I done did a whole lot of had a whole lot of ups had some oh and a zo, 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 lot of downs but man we we took it from there to getting the food truck our first food truck maybe about five years ago and uh yeah it was amazing just getting that because I ain't had no money I ain't had no credit and everything that I hurt was from that backyard and ride around that bike man and it ain't it wasn't much but it it was still applaudable. Everybody saw it, man. It was people was wanting in
0: while I was still in the yard. No doubt. So this literally, like this. So so you you had a vision to create a food truck. Uh, and, and and what year was this? Let, let, let's kind of put it into context. So that basketball game that you're talking about, when you started out in the back of Walmart, what year was this? I think this was uh
1: 2011 summer 11 or 12 yeah two, two,
0: 2011 so you you had a basketball game and you basically said for the winners y'all gonna celebrate and you created this fish sandwich that you called the zogi, <laughs> zogi. right <laughs> all right so 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 the people know because this, this this sandwich is unbelievable um you said it's a, a fish sandwich but it has fried uh the, the the roll is fried right yeah yeah that's the crazy
1: part that came a couple years that came like a year and a half later the fried roll but it was crazy from the rip, but that's that—that's the what I like to call the purple cow. You see okay. cows all the time. Y'all done had some po boys before. You didn't have fish sandwiches before. But if you see a damn something, uh, you see cows all day, but if you ride by and see a purple one, you're going to be like, what the? F-? It's a purple cow down here. <laughs> so a year and a half later, we came up with the Zogi deep fried hoagie, which definitely is a purple cow, man. And, it, and it's going to be talked about all around the world.
0: No doubt. That's that. That's for sure. All right. So cool. So so you 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 have this basketball game. You kind of get started. You have this idea because everybody's loving it, right? You 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 have this fish sandwich. Everybody's loving it, and you say, "Man, I got something here, right? Like this is this is a business." So you said you always wanted to have a food truck. That was always in the back of your mind.
1: No, no, it no, definitely wasn't. Before I did this, man, I sold vacuum cleaners for fourteen years. And I was going to be a multi-millionaire. I created multi-millions for the company. And then at one point was the number one salesman selling rainbow vacuums, man. And I thought that was all I would do because it just, it, it was, it was sweet, man. It was an awesome product. And that's all I did. But, you know what I mean? I've ran into some, some difficulties. When you get into something that you don't own, and that's what we we'll are be talking about later on, I'm sure, about ownership. When you don't own something, man, you don't have control. And, and they showed that to me, that no matter how good I was in that business, no matter what I did. I didn't own it. So once they showed that to me, that they could take my product away and that I wouldn't be able to feed my family if I chose, although I made hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know what I mean, and created millions, I knew from that moment, I had to find something that I can own. So I didn't think about food trucks then. But when I was hustling with the vacuum, I was at a a, a, a fair one day and I watched a funnel kit guy and he had this line. I was out there for 10 hours. And he had this line, bro, stretched the whole Time it never stopped, and he was just flipping these funnel cakes, and I'm like, damn, that funnel cakes might cost like three cents, and he was selling like six, seven dollars a piece, and he was making it. I said, man, if I ever, that like the business to be in right there. But then, not knowing, a couple years later, years later, I said, oh shoot, these jokers is playing, man. They, and then I had an idea I created, and I felt they stole my stole my ish from me. And then uh, one day, I had a sandwich in the crib, and I bit it. Man, I said, this shit'll sell, man. This is a sale. And that's how he we went to the game and told everybody about it. The next week, after I bid it, the next weekend, I was selling that job, bro.
0: Got you, got so you. I didn't so
1: it so wasn't always uh, a plan to have a food truck. After I bid it and said that it should sell, then I said, shit, I'm going to get me a food truck. I'm going to get all this stuff. I ain't not realize how much stuff cost, though, at the time, because once I stopped doing my other hustle, stuff uh, went away real fast. <laughs> 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 the bills kept coming, bro. I was like, oh, shit. it ain't gonna
0: be as simple as I thought. Right. So, so, so we'll get into that. All right. So you have a a strong sales background. You said you sold vacuums for 14 years,
1: 14 years. years.
0: Yo, how do you, how do you sell vacuums every day for 14 years, bro? Vacuums. Yo, yo, vacuum. How, how How do you approach that mentally? Let's talk about that.
1: It's the same way you approach it, On a a relationship tip, I really, you know, I said I sold vacuums, but the reality was I went and built relationships and and made friendships all over the East Coast. So I would go meet a perfect stranger, man, and bring them something of value. But the whole purpose was me to meet that person. Who were they? And let them know who I was. You know what I mean? once they found that, once we traded that information of who you were and who I am, and I, and look, it's funny, and I received that glass of water they offered me when I walked in the door. Yeah, you know I mean, we was able to become friends. Friends is sharing. Yeah, you know I mean, so once we shared that, and I showed them a quality product, it was a no brainer. They invested in it, and they always wanted to see the brother do well. So I just went about building relationships, showing love, man. And that's how it was separated me in that in that field. I was able to rise to the top because that was the number one thing. go out here and meet a friend. You want a friend, you must first show yourself friendly. So that was my mindset. I, I walked in the door. Before I walked in the door, I said to the I ain't say it out loud, but to myself, I said, I love whatever the name was. I would have said before meeting you, Ramel. I would say, I love Ramel Watney, and he loves me. And I knocked on that Zam door. you know what I mean, and and, and I believe that, and it was shining in my eyes. You know, I mean, echo my voice. They know that they feel that. And that was what you know what I mean, was the drive and force. Why I could sell vacuums. But really, I was selling me. You know I mean, and that's what it was that separated me from everybody else because they was out selling vacuums trying to make a dollar. I knew the dollars would follow if I represented myself and showed love. And that's what that's what it was. And it's the same thing now transitioning into the food
0: business. For sure, for sure. How would you get into that? How'd you get into selling the vacuums? Um like, how'd you even find that, that 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 job?
1: My sister, man, it's funny. I call her the hater of the family. She a hater, man. She's a hater. And, and actually, before I made that uh that that um that sales of Zogis in the yard, I gave her a sample first too. I said, Yo, I want you to check this out. And when she bit it, it was like, You made this? Yeah, you know I mean, I knew if she couldn't hate. I said, oh no, this gonna sell definitely if she didn't hate, but but years later, she always say, see, I made pivotal moments in your life, bro. Cause she came to me and say, Yo, bruh, they selling these, they got something they selling it and it's basically you can do it whenever you want. I think it might be good for you because you because at the time I had hoop dreams. I played ball in Russia, Finland, you know what I mean with RG a Richmond Group International back in 2000. and I was touring to try to get to the league. I was hooping, man. And she said, Oh, you better probably play ball and do this. So I went to the interview and saw a man, and his name was Ed Rigger. He hit me. He was a multi-millionaire in the business, and he hit me with this. He said, hey, don't you think if you work harder than others, you ought to get paid more? Don't you think that if you put out, you ought to receive more? He said, and then he went to the whole spill about being able to see his children when he wants to, not being able to have to ask to take off. And he went through that. I'm sitting in this room like, yeah, hell yeah. Damn right. I don't want no handout. If I want to work hard, I want to get mine. You know what I mean so I'm going to grind it out and get it I don't and what no guarantee so you only made money if you sold something you know what I mean I said well I, hey I placed my bet on love. We're going to be good. <laughs> and that's what we did. The more I grinded, the more we made it. And I'm good with that. I ain't never even got to give me nothing or guarantee me nothing. I know what's guaranteed. I You show love. is guaranteed. Eventually, you're going to get a great, a great return. So that's how I got into the back. My sister told me about that. And I went into the interview. And then 14 straight years, bro, that's all I did was bat and play ball.
0: That's no- it. No doubt, and you became one of the top salesmen for that company, right?
1: Yep, yeah, I was the number one, man. Number, I don't know, if you, uh, I don't know if, it, if you see some of these little plaques back there. Eh? I'm top looking. Area, top area distributor, top man, top sales full-time 2011, top sales full-time 2006, top sales four. I got reference point. I keep the reference of, of you know, past accomplishments to always remember, bruh, you was number one. You can be number one. That's what your pedigree is. You're going to grind it and get it. So I look at these things all the time. Like my first ever paycheck when I became an owner. $4,000. $4, was my first paycheck when I became an owner in that business. Before I was mm-hmm. just a sales rep. But then once I became an owner, my first ever. No, no matter of fact, that's my last ever Last ever paycheck as a rep was forty one forty, and I used that to get my down payment for my lease and stuff when I opened up my own uh, business with Rainbow. Yeah, you know I mean, so got yeah, you. So, the, so it, it,
0: it was like a franchise type of situation when you became yeah. an owner. Yeah, okay.
1: you can jump in and basically get a franchise uh, with the company and get your own name, get your own office, get your and they wholesale the product to you. You got to follow by their rules. You know, you can't go outside of it. And you go out and, and flip their products, and, and no matter what is their products, because later on, I, I figured a way how to create income and, and actually maximize my profitability, and I actually became one of the highest paid cats in that company ever, and mm. they didn't let that happen too long. <laughs> well,
0: what what, what 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 happened with that whole situation? Just curious.
1: Crazy situation. All for year for years since 1936, they did. Uh, a gifting program where they would bribe customers to give them referrals. If you give me this referral, I'll give you a vacuum attachment. You give me this referral, I'll give you a stair cleaner attachment. So if you get me, help me get four people to see my product, you ain't got to, you know, I'll give you this for your uh, referrals. And I said to myself, that's, those products are needed. They are good for the home. So why make them earn it? Why can't they buy it? Why can't they, uh, get it they're already in a buying mode why would you upsell you know let them know you can get an alternate package super package or whatever and then build relationships and they'll willingly refer you to people if you got a great product and you have a great uh a great service they're gonna refer you naturally but they didn't believe in that they believe they had to bribe you you know what I mean I understand that I understand a bribe you just that, that but I knew personally that give them the option you can still give the bribe but give them the option to buy and guess what most people wanted to buy and then they still gave me the referrals you know what i mean so once that was happening they received uh before i didn't have my own financing at the time the, the uh, dis- head distributor received my pay and that joker saw that check and said is that you doing that thing you was talking about that they said don't don't work we've been doing this since 1936 and it never worked you bro you, you do yeah i think at the at the time the highest payouts it was probably maybe $2,500, 2700 something like that. Well, here I come with a payout of $4,200. You know what I mean? 4200 So that bypasses anybody that's ahead of me. You know, their prices is that it? Because now I'm able to sell all the things. And it t- took me to a whole nother level. And that didn't last, my brother. So I-, I packaged it into a program, got a lawyer, talked to him like, yo, bro, this is what I need to do. I'm going to figure out how to help some of these distributors because a lot of them were struggling. A lot of people were struggling. Uh, so, when I put everybody on, they all agreed. I said, if I could add $500 to your bottom line, would you give me 50 They all said, hell yeah. So they signed. And then later on, because it's not my company overall, they came and said, oh, no, 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 no. You can't make deals like that in our company. And they niched it, but they still wanted the program. So they bribed me like, oh, we'll make you a co-RGD and you'll be able to get the prices and the, and the and the prestige that we have over here if you just help train some people with the problem. And I fell for the oop to you. you know what I mean, and I, I did it, but guess who ain't? I wasn't no RGD. I never became an RGD. And pretty much you stole that from your family. A lot of people use that program to this day and they're making extra extra money. I've helped a lot of people stay in business longer. And uh, That's what I realized. I got to get my own, man. I, I have to get my own. And it's crazy the things that I did. I mean, I put No one produced like I did. And for you to do that to me, and then later on, want me to actually train and do sales training and all this stuff. And if uh, you don't have to, because you have your own business, but we're going to raise your price of your machine $200. What? Do you know how much $200 is if you're purchasing something, 30 of them a month? (laughs) What? Are you crazy? $200 more dollars? For me, the guy that's been helping everybody? Wow. So after I bit that damn sandwich, I said, oh, we're gonna make this happen.
0: No and,
1: doubt. No <laughs> doubt. And, and, and look, look, I I felt I counted the cars. I ain't know I was gonna go into a downward spiral because I was used to making a certain income. <laughs> I said, damn, right. I ain't make shit.
0: <laughs> right, right, right.
1: You, know I mean? you can sell a lot of five-dollar sandwiches and you ain't covering no bills, fam.
0: Let, 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 let let's talk about that. Getting started in the in, in, in the food truck industry. Um what do you have to do to get started? Let's talk about, you know, obviously in hi- hindsight, is 2020. So there's a lot that you know now that you didn't know when you first got started. But for people who, you know, are interested in, in, in starting a food truck, you know, talk about a little bit about uh, your experience when you first got started.
1: Immediately after, uh, I guess a couple so many months in the yard, a lot of people actually start coming. bro. the buzz got out there. Even I've been released a hundred people at one point it came in a day at my yard, and I think. And then you start you start thinking like, oh, okay, you know, I better go ahead and go get my licenses and stuff like this, and try to get legit because you know. Eventually, somebody gonna go call the cops or, or call the health department because basically the way I started is actually illegal. You know what I mean? It's not legal to start that way. But I always I actually heard um, uh, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger say one day, in order to make in order to make it in this life, you gotta be willing to bend the rules. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying break the law. I be willing to bend the rules. And when he was saying shit. He had to do some shit to get on. And I, I had to start. You gotta start. You know what I mean? How do I know if this product worked? You know what I mean? A lot of times they say, you're going to do this, but I said, I had to start. And once I saw that the hood was down with that, I said, the hood like it, the world don't like it. You know what I mean? And I saw that they was down with it, man. And, and uh, so I went downtown uh, to the uh, clerk's office and the clerk's office, you go down there and, and, uh, you ask about permits for food solicitation and things like that. And then they'll refer you to the food, to the health department. Cause, then they, cause I didn't know I went to them first. So then I went to the health department they said, well, now you have to have a, um, uh, um, a legal business. So then that sent me back to NewJersey.com. So I had to go to NewJersey.com and put it in there, Zogies, you know what I mean? And, and see if that name was taken anywhere. And it wasn't. So I was able to give a name, and then uh, everything, I started like a, as a sole proprietor, so I put the information in, and they sent me a, a New Jersey tax ID number, so now I'm official. Zogies, baby, is a business, even though it's easy sell because I'm a sole proprietor. Zogies is a business. I got tax ID, so now I go back to the health department, telling them that I, uh, I'm looking to get a permit. And then they said, "Well, you got to have, uh, you got to get a setup." So of course I went back, and when I talk about getting that little trailer, a little uh, lawnmower trailer, I put that trailer and put a couple fryers on there, which was some. Key. I should have never bought these. I thought I was smart. These things called Cajun cookers. These things, you couldn't regulate them. So they'd get hot, cold. You had to keep turning it up, down. And if you didn't watch it, that should have burned everything up. Plus, if you lit it crazy, it'd be an explosion. I don't know if you ever watched the cartoons and when they blow something up and the whole face turn black.
0: Right, bro, right,
1: right. Bro, I did that. I've talked so much, as y'all can see. I talk. I was talking to somebody before I lit the fire. And I lit that joint, bruh. Boom! At cowtow thousands of people out there everybody sprinted bruh explosion my whole face was black almost killed myself i'm glad i didn't talk a little longer you know what i mean (laughs) because it would have been a bad bad deal but i i mean exploded my whole face turned black and it was crazy but um i shouldn't have bought those but i did so i went years with those too man and trying to hire somebody to watch that was crazy so uh we got that and now i had to go to the health part set it up Get your water, get your uh, cleaning utensils, your gloves, your your thermometers, and your uh, your other gauges and utensils. You had to have a five gallon uh, thing of wastewater so that I can catch your water. And you had to have five plus gallons of clean water so that you can wash your hands and do all things. And you had to go set that up. And once you set it up, the health department will come out, see your setup, see if you got all the stuff you're supposed to have. And then they will give you an approval. And once they give that approval, you are officially a business that can do business in in new jersey you know what i mean and, and whatever county you go to you might get a permit for that but i was official bro and i was so excited you know what i mean and, and i was able to go up i can leave my yard and now i can go uptown and i was able to go uptown and when i got uptown bruh it was crazy it was popping people was coming from mary and then i started experiencing like wow hate like you never heard Cats, venison, people started coming. Council meetings began to be nothing but talk about Zoe. And I was doing up a hustling man with a smile and doing this that. And all of a sudden, man, they figured a way to slowly telling me, basically got me up out my hometown. <laughs> it's like almost said, you can go back to the yard if you want, just don't right. be successful. In, don't be successful in front of us. They don't gotcha. want to see the lines. I said, I sell fish, fish hoagies. What is the? It was people that were selling cupcakes, donuts, that, <laughs> that were complaining. I'm like, yo, and and I patronize them. I like things and they smile on my face and they go that down to the joint. He doesn't have the same expenses I have. And da, 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 da. <laughs> wow, I, I can't believe you, bro. I'm like, yo, I, I do know something about about sales. I do know something about people, man. And if you need help, ask me. You know and I mean, I got you. Don't go try to kill me, but that's what they do, bro. That's right. what they
0: do. So, so, so how does that work? So after you, um, you know, you incorporate, you get your, you, you make your business official, um, you go through the health department, you know, make sure everything is good as far as their regulations and so forth. When you're positioning your truck, like, are there any guidelines you have to follow as far as where you can be or how does that work? Because I know I've heard that you have to like buy a, a a spot or buy an area. Like, how does that whole thing work? It,
1: it, it's hard when it goes back to, having to own stuff, right? <laughs> when, when starting a food truck business, you you need to own the land that you're trying to set up on, otherwise you're going to be subject to whatever that owner of that land wants to do, and they can control, you know, your hours, how long you can work, or when you're going to be there, when you're set. But yeah, you actually usually have to get a permit. You got to go to the city. You're like, yo, I'm going to set up on 49 Deli's lot. You know what I mean, and that's why i was that was the spot that I got before. After they would closed. <laughs> When I first started, I couldn't get business during the day. My business would start at 9 o'clock at night. And I would stay open from 9 to like 5 a.m., 9 to 5, the opposite way. You know what I mean? I would do 9 to 5 the opposite way, hustling outdoors and what have you, because I couldn't do it during the day because that land, it was a store. So I couldn't be there while they was doing their business. So I would start at 9. But that was somebody I had a relationship with and let me do that. But then... They came in, the city started regulating. Now you can't be here after 12. See, when I was in my yard, I would stay out all night long, do all types of stuff. But now I'm out in the public eye, and they tell me you got to close by 12 o'clock. So they start cutting my feet, bro. They start cutting them. But you would have to pay uh, $500 or something like that for the permit. Then, if that person, if you ain't got a personal relationship with them, that's that property owner, they may hit you, especially if they see you got a line and they see you think you got customers. They go hit you with some old, yo, just to park on my lot, give me $1,000 a month. $1,000, fam? I'm just parking. Right. But they would throw that at me, bruv. You know what I mean? $200, $300, but $1,000. Somebody would say 400 And that's, that's what would be been. But they own their land so they could set their price. And these is a lesson I'm learning, but I'm not in position to own my land at this time. Because walking away from my other business, immediately I couldn't pay stuff. And immediately credit got smashed. And immediately I'm like, damn, I'm messed up, <laughs> yo. Know I mean, but I knew eventually. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get it. We're gonna be a multi-million dollar company. You mean This is just what it's gonna be. It is. I'm not stopping. It's gonna we're gonna rock out. So if you're gonna beat me for 000, I'm a thousand dollars, I'm i I'm you got that. But I'm gonna put you in the back of my head and one day I'm gonna talk about you and use you as 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 a testimony to other individuals as I encourage them to keep going forward because you're playing the shit out of me right now and I right. know you is but I gotta eat I gotta get something so yeah they're gonna require you to pay this pay that and they set the price you just gotta be you you gotta say to yourself am I willing to make something or nothing because right now if you can't get out there you're gonna make nothing. Uh, or you go back to your yard and do it. But now you got haters. So if you go back to your yard, they're going to send the cops. They're going to send the, the health department. So you ain't can't do that. You know, so now you got to you got to go through all these just you got to go. Uh, you go to the next town right now. I'm waiting on a permit right now for for another town that this is this should not be. When it comes to creating income, when it comes causes, uh, I guess, hunting and gathering for survival for your family, there should not be nobody that can stand there and say you can or cannot do that. Only law that should be set when it comes to earning income and creating money, the only law that it should be is that you can't rob a neighbor or or steal or hurt or kill somebody that's trying to, you know, do what they do. If you're not killing nobody, stealing from nobody, they should be able to create money however the hell they want to, man. And whatever. And if you want to, quote unquote, okay, pay the man, the tax, okay, do that, too. But other than that, leave them the hell alone. Let cats go get it. But they don't, bro. They make it hard for you. They make you don't They don't want small businesses. They don't want you to have a business. So they stack the odds against you where it won't make sense. You're going to have to go through some hell to try to get to the point where you can get your profit and make money that you can live off of. You know what I mean? And they know. Guess what? Actually, when you get a food truck, they'll hit you with this. You got to get a commissary. That means a certified kitchen that you're coming out of, that you're preparing for food. You, mm. you know what this commissary is going to hit you with, too? Hey, it costs you $800 a month to be able to uh, come and prepare your food at our spot for $1,000. Bro, what, am I making that type of money? But right. that's what they're going to put out there for you. It's really, really, really. A lot of people say, like, Zoke, I want to do what you want to do. I actually warn a lot of people. I always tell them, nah, fam, you don't want to do this. You know what I mean? I'm with I, I'm built a little different. I'm a little crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a little crazy. So I'm willing to see bullshit and be like, okay, whatever. I'm going to turn the bullshit to real shit later. But, but yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people don't think that way, but I encourage you to. But I'm also telling you, you're going to have to if you're going to get through all these, especially, I am mean, thinking something to be avoided if you do got good credit and you do got money ahead of time. Because right now, what we're talking about, we haven't even got a food truck yet. What we're talking about is me having that little trailer thing. That's what I had when I was out there setting up with these tents. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't have no food truck those first four or five years. And then once I try to stay open 24, seven year round, I'm like, damn, I had the tent. I'm freezing in the winter, bro. But I said, the people come, I'll come. I'll stay out there. And I'll be out there with the little tent. I'll try to wrap it up so the wind can get blocked by the little rat. Butt. But after that, I said, no, we got to get a trailer, <laughs> a food truck, something, bro, and so we could be warm. <laughs> so that's when I went all out, man, to try to get one. But I ain't had no bread, though. No. Only had the low print I ever make, Only could try to keep my lights on. And bro, I just went out asking everybody, yo, know, I need two thousand. I said, yo, you got fifteen thousand? You got fifteen thousand? I need fifteen thousand. You got fifteen thousand? Hundreds of people. people I knew that had it too. Some of them, and they were just like, nah, fam, nah. I mean, and I just kept asking, because kept, I knew I was gonna get it. I said, I'll be damn, I'm gonna get me a truck. And sure enough, bro, I asked and finally clicked in my head, yo. You got it. he said, Oh, yeah, Zober. I told you when you was in the yard, if I ever got that bread, I was gonna invest in you, fam. And I said, Word. Well, I need this bread, and I'm gonna give you 20% back. And that's how the hell I went and got the bread to get a truck. Somebody gave it to me from the hood, a hood loan, 20%. You know what I mean? And I paid that brother all his money, gave him his 20 plus percent, and and, and gave him more too. Cause a couple times I ain't make nothing, I ain't had nothing to give him. Oh, that broke my heart, bro. I was like, Oh, that was hurting me so bad. But I said, I'm gonna get any day, and they knew it. They knew it. And I got, and I took care of them. You know I mean, but then when I got that food truck, guess what happened? Even more obstacles. Now they look like, oh, he's coming up. Yeah. No, I'm just, I just gave everything I got to get this, yo. You know what I mean, but they were like, he's coming up. You know what I mean? Zonkas, you know what I mean? Got the food truck. Oh, it was crazy buzz talking about the joint. And now, and a and, and whole nother story, I ain't gonna get into, but the food truck that I bought, I, you know what I mean? I bought it after a year of uh, leasing it. Okay. I, messed up.
0: I, I I jumped the story, actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I no, let, let, let's talk about that because I want to get into it. So let, let's talk about it. So you got the money for the food truck. Where did you get the food truck? What kind of truck did you get? How much it cost? Talk about that. Let's get into that. Okay. Yeah, so before I, yeah, the, the truck cost
1: me about 28 grand, twenty about 28 grand, whatever. uh It was an old head at a cow town that saw me with my little tent. My little, my little pick-me-up get-up, my little set-up. You know I mean? I was out there all happy. I ain't had nothing. And he pulled, the old man pulled up with a trailer. Old man didn't know nothing. He just was out there. He said, cook some sausages. He was. He already had bread. He was just doing something to keep himself occupied. And my brother-in-law said, yo, Zoe, that's going to be yours. I'm like, whatever, because I had my mind going to get something brand new, whatever, this, that, and yeah, I'm going to get a loan from a bank somehow. Somebody going to believe gonna. Like, yeah. And I wrote on a business plan and all type of shit, and I presented it to a black-owned bank, actually, up in Trenton, New Jersey. I mean, I Trenton up in uh, Newark, New Jersey, and it didn't work out. I I, I had talked too fast one time, and I messed up. But yeah, yeah, I I was going to get it. I had the president. I had a personal meeting with the president of the company. Somebody had put me D with him, And I told you, he said, can you have this business plan? And everything done by, uh, I said, I have it done by Monday. That was a Friday. I did not realize what it entailed of all the statistics and the numbers and the things you had to do to get it. So that didn't happen. So I didn't get that food truck there. So the old head, Wind up two, three months after me meeting him, called me. Hey, young man, boy, I see you out there hustling. You need one of these trucks, boy. You need one of these trucks. I said, word. I do. He said, what you got, man? I said, I ain't got. He said, what type of money you got? I said, I ain't got no bread, bro. <laughs> I don't. And he said, you got something, man. You be out there working hard, and that's what people see. It don't make sense how hard I'm working. You ain't got no money. I don't have no money, fam. I'm grinding. And, I mean, just that, but he didn't do So I had a personal meeting where I took the family with me and everything for the emotional effect. I hope. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yo, this is what I'm going to do. He said, You ain't got nothing. I said, Bruh, I might, I can go borrow a thousand dollars from my mom, or somebody I just that, you know, to get a down payment, or whatever for you. So he said, Man, I can't do nothing. You ain't got nothing, man. I said, All right. I said, I could do a payment plan, bruh. You know what I mean? Set up something nice, monthly, five, six hundred, seven. I don't know. I could do that. And he was like, Oh, man. So this is how I get this truck. So he says, nah. So I pull it off and I'm mad right now because I'm like, yo, now just, it's something happening when my energy get caught up. Like, I'm going to get it, fam. I'm going to get it. Like, yo, this is crazy. You were all right. All right. He, I mean, he could have rented me that damn truck. You know what I mean? I, and I was, you know, rent the owner. I said, all right. So I'm driving. And my phone rang. Oh, he said, you know what, young man? I like you. I like you, man. You, 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 you're, you're a grinder. I'm going to give you a shot, man. Man, I pulled it over. And your brother cried, man. Right? I started crying like a mother. I was like, "Damn!" Woo! I was crying, bro. I said, like, "Damn!" Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I mean, I talked to him, and we set up some numbers that I do. I don't know what it was. Maybe five or 600 hours. Something like that. And then that's what it was going to be. But then he called me later and said, well, I I talked to my neighbor. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, well, he had a, a neighbor, a white uh, cop. And he told me, he said, man, these things go for thousands something now a day in places when they rent out these trucks and I said, Bro, that's for people doing big time events, this, that, and yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, man, you listening to other people, man, now trying to, I mean, you was getting blessed bless me. Now you getting Ray milk me. Oh man. So he's like, yeah, man. So now the numbers went up and I'm like, whatever. I got to get, what okay, whatever. So I took it, I took the number and that's how I got the truck. The Oh, head gave it to me, set up a payment plan. Uh, monthly, and then at the end of the year, I got to buy it. I got to pay it off. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and at the end of the year, the, the payoff was 20000 So I did have to give him a down payment of, like, a what you call a security, like $2,000 or something like that, and then it was, like, six, $700 a month. So I paid that for 12 months, never missed a payment, and I would talk with that old man. It's an old brother. It was a brother. And I would talk to him. I looked up to him. He sold horses. He had a farm and shit, all type of shit. I was like, damn. I was like okay and I gave him his money all the time. So never missed the payment. It came down to the last month. And he said, all right, man, it's coming down now. I, you know, you ain't you ain't even giving no more than what you owe. Like you ain't been paying more to try to knock down the balance." I said, "Bro, I'm going to have it. I'm going to get it." You know what I mean? So so he uh <laughs> somehow some way the last last month, I mean, it came back actually the week before. I said, "Okay." He said, "You know you are going to have." I said, well, all right, I I have it. Bro, I have $4,000." And he said, and I told him, I will have that money next week when like I said. And that's when I did what we talked about earlier. I asked everybody for the money, bro. Everybody, this, that, and the other. Begged everybody, this, that, and the other. And this is the crazy part of this story. Because I looked up to my man. I saw that he was successful, you know? And and that and didn't like when he started listening to, 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 to some white cats actually telling you shit. And you're now raising my prices. And of course he let me know that he only paid like 15 grand for the damn thing. Itself. But I, I ain't got no problem with profit. I ain't got no problem that you won't get a profit. I ain't got no problem with that. But that's what it was. And then he's talking like I ain't making no money. So he made whatever the 700 times 12s was from the rip, you know what I mean, plus the 2000 down pay. So I get a knock on my door, bro. State troopers saying, are you up Barnes? Do you have, uh, are you leasing a truck from Mr. What's He says he can't get in contact with you. And that you took his truck. What? What do you tell you? He said he's been calling you and you're not answering. I said, what are you talking about, bro? I ain't never been so disrespected in my life. That brother opened the thing. I said, officer, what are you talking about? I've been talking to this man for a year. I ain't never. He Now he acting senile? Come on, man. So he says, this your number? Hell no, that ain't my number. Oh, my gosh. And called a place where I, place I said I blew up at Cowtown. Called them and said that the young man took his truck bruh, I'm like, oh, you fucking kidding me. Now, and I, got, and I just got this money. Now, I got me him the day that we already agreed. Why are you calling me in between? You try to play games with me because you don't think I'm going to have it. When I did everything else I said, bruh, I should not gave that man a dime. I should have took that 20 racks and bought something from somebody else. But I had to feed my family. I had to get something. I had to be able to just be open and I didn't want to take the time find something else. I've been using that for the month. I asked the man, I said, yo, after we went through all this stuff with the cops, I went to him. Brother barely even wanted to apologize. I said, bro, are you kidding? That first answer that man told me said, man, I don't know you. Oh, that broke my heart, fam. I don't know you. I ain't never done nobody wrong. And I just sat with you for a year. And that was your first response after sitting, cops? You already see what's going on in the world. You could have got me killed. Because I might have felt like I was disrespected and start saying some shit to the cop. I might have got done. And you sent him there on some bullshit. I don't even know how I got into all that. But I got the truck from my man, yo. I got the truck from him. And I wound up, I sucked it up. Because I said, I got to stay bit in business. And I gave that man that money, bro. And he said, well, I be, man. You you the one of the first brothers I ever had that did everything they said. And, and I said, oh, it was, it was killing me not to smack an old man, bro. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. Oh, so I I, I took the Joan, Got his money. And I shook his head. I said, much, much love, man. But, th- yeah, that was really, really dirty, bro. That was dirty. I got love for you. And I, I still I got a chance. I got an opportunity. Anyway, I still had got an opportunity to get something. I ain't had no money. I ain't had no credit. And I still had a chance to get it. So that's how I got it. I got it off my hustle. He saw how hard I worked and everybody else saw it. So that's how he was willing to give me the chance. Yeah, you know I mean, from the grind like that's how i got the truck initially and then i got to borrow from my homie i got the money and i paid him the 20 racks on top of what i've leased for that that year yeah you know i mean and that's how i got and it was broke bro i asked him can you go get an insurance claim and fix the the, the uh, grill and the freezers and stuff that that didn't work after the second week i got it man everything when i gave it to you work man everything i'm like bro Yo, it's some dirty people you're gonna deal with in this lifetime, man. But you just gotta you gotta keep moving. But that did definitely touched me, man. I felt some type of way, like, wow. I would never gave you something. You give me 20 racks, bro. I would make sure you got you getting something that works, that's good, and you great. And this is somebody that, not to count people with dollars, but he he was saying his own stuff, brother was paid. And and, and and did that to me. But that, I got the truck. That's how I got it. That's what it cost me about 28000 over that year and a half. And, and shit, I'm trying to say $30,000 because I wanted to have to pay, you know, I paid the bull 20%. He got an extra like $4,000, 6000 out of me for, you know, interest, you know what I mean, to get it too. So it, it cost something. It cost them. I, I bought one this past week and it cost me 37000 And this was a, a driving joint that I'm going to reveal. You know what I mean? Juneteenth, this coming Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean the, the the memorial of the liberation of our people and uh push this entrepreneurship and ownership task, yeah. You know I mean, so you can avoid getting getting moved over by
0: these cats that do own. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Good, great answer. So um all right. So so you 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 finally acquired this truck from this gentleman, if we could call him that. Let's be nice, right? Yeah. Um 28 28 grand. What about insurance and stuff like that? What kind of changes once you move from the trailer into the actual truck? What are some other additional costs that you have to um, incur?
1: Yeah, so now you go to the insurance company. They want to know how many customers you're serving. So basically, if you serve any amount of decent number of customers, the insurance company is going to hit you because that's the number of chance that you may get some food poisoning. The more people that you're seeing. so now the, the price is higher. So I mean, uh, I think from the rip, my cheapest insurance from the rip was like it was like thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred a year. And uh, unfortunately, in all my honesty and all my trying to be straightforward type of guy, I don't think I told him exactly how many people I served to get that 1,300. I mean, I said, I mean, I was like, come on, man, you can't hit me for 2,500, $3,000. I, I, I'm not going to survive. You know what I mean, I'm trying to survive. And, 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 hey, Arnold, I, I'm listening to Arnold right now. In order to make it in this life, sometimes you are got to be willing to bend the rules. <laughs>
0: Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, all right. So you got to pay your insurances. Are there any other licenses or anything that you have to get in addition to that to have on the truck? Mm, nope.
1: Well, you just got to be licensed. And basically, your license will come from the state, but then you got to get permits locally. Every city, every county, you got to get permits to be there to do business. You got to have your insurance. You know what I mean? You got to be covered with your insurance. You know what I mean? And then... But there is another thing, if you're in the food food industry, they, it's like, the, it's like the, uh, uh, the the drug game, man. They, they pimps around. all the, Every county Say you're going to give me me. <laughs> so everywhere I go, not only do that county get a fee, the health department that company sometimes charge a fee. The fire department, they want their fee. Now, I going a lot. It's like 42 to 45, 40, 42 to 45 hours, right? And sometimes you leave the town that day and you're not posted up, parked there. I was just in a, a West town and the dude told me if you're going to leave, go home and come back tomorrow, you need to pay another $42. And then another $42. And then another 42 I said, what? So daily permit in this only so place would be $42 plus whatever other permit because the fire department wanted to get them. You pay me, brother. You want to be, do some business in my town? Pay me. You know what I mean? $42, dollars that will be. And they run down on you, too. They come like, yo, give me my bread. <laughs> you better have a, you better have an empty check with you wherever you go because somebody come to ask for some money. You know what I mean? And it's going to be the fire department, the health department, or that city's, uh, the city permit. And then, my bad, then the other permit is going to be Whatever uh, event it is, because you're usually going to get invited to, you know, do little, uh, community events and this, that, and the other. And of course, they're going to have their fee. So it's going to be fee, 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 five-fold until And you even think about some profit.
0: Got you. Got you. So strategically, when you have your truck, um, I, I mean, I know everybody operates their truck differently. Some people will park and stay in one place. Some people will kind of move the truck around. Like, how, how, how do you approach it from, from that standpoint? Like, is it better to kind of move around location to location? Is it better to stay in one spot, let people get familiar with you being there? Like, what, what's, what's your perspective on that? If you're doing an ice
1: cream, move around. You know what I mean? Like, like Mr. Softy, you'd be cool. But if you're, if you're going to do a food trade, you want to be able to move around in the sense of getting to the big events. You know I mean, when I first started, it, it, it's everything. You're going to have to fight every round because to make money, you got to get where there's thousands of people. But to get into those places, it's a buddy, buddy uh, league. You got to know somebody to get in there. And you want to be able to travel to those places and, and, and do those events. And they're usually weekly. But then if you're doing this for a living, that's usually people that probably do it's like a part-time hustle. It's something that you're, they're gonna go do events on the weekend. Well, me, it's my life. It, this is the only income I'm coming right now. You know what I mean, before you spread off to other things. So once you establish yourself at a spot though, people do get to know you there. And from my recent experience over the past number of years, is has always been great as long as you can stay there. Yeah, you know I mean, once I stay at a spot long enough, you know what I mean, eventually it gets to crack it. And people get to popping. And then that means here come the next day, and they get to hating. So so all of a sudden, that spot, the person at that spot who owns the land sees me getting it. So they think, because to start getting, I got to hire more people. That means I got like seven, eight people trying to keep up with the pace. So I'm spending mad bread, and I'm not not giving them no minimum wage. This shit hard work. So I pay them, bruh they want to raise your rent, <laughs> raise it. They don't care what you agree, honor, all that honor board. They ain't care about none of that. And then that's where it comes in. Like you want to get contracts written and stuff like that too. And, and at the same time, when it comes to these places, I never want to lock myself into anything where I have to be there. I agreed to you that I'm going to be there this whole year because things happen a lot. That's all I've been seeing. Things change overnight. You know what I mean? So, you know, one place I was at, we was rocking. We got to, to where we on Fox 29, PHL 17, Channel 6 News, Channel 3 News. We had it popping. The whole world's coming to see us. My man said, <laughs> we had agreement of $300, and he get on the drinks. I only sell drinks. You know what I mean? I said, if 100 people came, 50, I would have bought a drink. That's $100 a day. If I'm there 30 days, that's $3,000 a month you're going to get. That's just minimum numbers plus the 300, but in six months we can come back or three months we can come back. And if I start making decent money, I'll give you more than a 300, maybe i move it to five. That brother came in three weeks and said, it's no longer $300, it's gonna be a thousand dollars. What the,
0: yo, that's how they do with me, man. That's what they doing. So, so that's pretty dope. So you creatively like came up with a way to kind of partner with them. So like almost like a club, like I, I'll take the door, you take the drinks type of thing. You know what I'm saying? and that's what you need to do to try
1: to keep some money in your pocket because mm. it's hard out here and, and that that right there that um that negotiation right there actually So i was in atlanta in september and as soon as i was there less than an hour of setting up on a on a block that i wasn't supposed to be in order to make it in like sometimes you got to be willing to bend the rules so i just pulled up on the spot and we had it popping and these indians came and said your food is very good i have a better place for you in Jonesboro." And within a moment, they came, I said, he said, we can, you take this number, we can discuss the price. I said, no, 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 no. Basically, I'm going to come there, and eventually I'm going to get it popping. I ain't going to sell drinks. I'm going to send them into your store for the drinks, and I'm going to have it dry. And, he, and he said, okay. And I and I had a spot in Jonesboro, just off of that, If that was what it was. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so when you do set up these spots, try to figure out a way to negotiate something that that be in both of you favor. We yeah? both benefit so that it will minimize the hate. I hope, you know what I mean? It, 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 but it's crazy that it comes that way. And I never was a person that talked about hate. I talk about love, bro. I always talk about love and this, this, that, and the other. That's the way to get it. That's the way to get ahead. And that's the reason why we do get ahead. But whenever I get a little stomp in a bump, is because of somebody that using love the opposite way. They love me because you watching the shit out of me. But you hate me, bro. That's crazy as hell. So yeah, you want to get in a position to be able to negotiate, sit up at a spot and make that your spot. As long as you can, but also have the, the ability, if better opportunities are coming for you, to be able to move, to be able to leave. You sign something, and lock yourself in. Opportunity come, you can't go take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, you know I mean, you can tell these individuals we can do this. Of course, long as it's in our best interest. This was has helped me. I had a a deal at a bar, a bar also. I said, as long as we are mutually benefiting, we can keep this going. You know I mean, he wrote up a contract. I said, and I said, I wouldn't sign enough. I said, the only thing I'm going to sign is that at any given time, if you feel that what I'm doing is not benefiting you, you can stop this contract. We've done. And if I feel as though I'm not benefiting in any type of way, it's a wrap. And this is what we're going to agree to. We're not locking nobody in and nothing and trying to take advantage of nobody. You know what I mean, so we're going to lock into an agreement that we're not going to take advantage of each other and that we are free to go because it's all about freedom. You know what I mean? That false sense of freedom, you know what I mean? But you know, you know, as far as as possible, when it comes to that type of stuff. So it's it's a lot of little things you gotta do when navigating
0: this this uh, food truck business, man. Got you, got you. I see. So okay, so that's kind of covering like if you set up at a spot on somebody's property. What about when you see trucks like in the city? Like you'll see multiple trucks like all on the street. Are those guys like buying like permits for the day? Is is that how that's working? Because they're they're. They're not really paying a particular person because it's not their land per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. The city own that land. So based like in it's just say Zilladelphia. Philadelphia,
1: uh pretty much licenses and fees for trucks. And it's like thousands of dollars to, to, to get a permit for there. So you gotta pay like thousand dollars to get it. And there's lists, thousands of people trying to get on this list to get in the city when it comes to the food truck. So it ain't really sweet to get in there. Some people go out and don't do their homework, buy trucks. You know, because they had a good credit from the rip, you know what I mean? And they go get big truck, the whole nine, and they're thinking they're just going to be able to get in and start selling food. Ain't going to happen, fam. You better do your homework and try to figure out how you're going to get in before because it's a high percent chance you're not going to be able to get in the city and see where you see all those trucks lined up. They pay thousands of dollars to be able to get a license, a permit to be there, and they're paying a monthly fee to the city or somewhere to be there. You know what I mean? Mm. So you know, it, ain't, it ain't sweet. They paying some piper. You know what I mean, they're paying some pipe to the fee there. But again, if they own the land, you'll be paying your mortgage, whatever. But once you pay that off, you'll be paying taxes too, still, still, but it'll be minimized and you'll have you'll have more say so, of course, than what you're gonna do because it's your land. So but yeah, initially you're gonna have to go find places you're gonna have to rent and lease and pay fees and permits and licenses to be able to even try to even get started. You know what I mean? When now you're talking about when you're talking about doing it that way when you're going to do it the legal way, go buy you a truck, go buy this uh, they hire some people. Now you're going to be in a hole, $100,000, $50,000, and you haven't even proven your business model is even going to work. You haven't even proven that it's going to sell. You ain't even got on a you ain't, you ain't took the time to pull up in a hood and, and just give it out for free and see if they like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, I'm telling you, if you want, you want to get a test, Test it in the hood. <laughs> Whatever you're gonna do, go test it in the hood. Just pull up on in your car, you know, load up a cooler with some food, and pull up, and and, and give it out. Cause ain't nobody buying no boy. We don't know who you is anyway. I don't know you I ain't buying anyway. So, but give it out. If they approve that ish, I mean, then maybe you might want to go take the risk. It's all risk. It's all gamble. It ain't nothing guaranteed. So, only thing you can guarantee is your hustle, your grind. In, in, in your mindset, you can guarantee that, but everything else gotta fall in play.
0: No doubt. So I guess the advantage to paying, you know, those those large for those big permits and stuff is the foot traffic. Um, but like you said, if, if you have a great product, you ain't gotta worry about it because the traffic could come to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yo, yo, every day right now, I get I get calls every day. Yo, can you do a private party? You want to be able to do a private party? You want to be able to do this? And I said, man, I got love for. I would love to be able to do it, but right now I ain't got the. T- I can't stop doing what I'm doing daily to come to a private party because they'd be like, well, I, the money ain't a thing. And I think it's, I'm like, um, bruh, you, you, you mean you got to stop what I'm going to get on a daily for me to come that I don't, I'm not even going to promote you to do that because right now you're talking about a, a guy that went from the backyard, five dollar jobs to a multi million dollar business. So, I mean, to for multi millions, you got to be doing a, a whole lot of money a day. You know what I mean? So, I don't think you want to do that. And I don't promote. But once I get enough more trucks and anything, I'll be able to send one to you. So I just add it to the to the fleet. Now we got four units. I mean, and eventually we we'll be able to start doing the personal catering. But right now we swamped. We are swamped.
0: Surreal. It's real. It's serious out there. Just to give an idea so people understand, how many customers are you serving every day? Because I know. And when people visit your social media, they're going to see. But just give yeah. an idea of the, the yeah. Zogi frenzy. What's going on on the daily basis out there? Right now, man, there is zundreds. And if you don't know me, I put a Z
1: on everything. Zeus, we call it Zinglish. I tell them, speak Zinglish, you know what I mean, put that Z on it. It makes it surreal. And I mean, we got that Zunique Z's. And everything is unique and different about me and about our Zerotics, man. So so that Ziffer and Zunique Zasis is going to go all over the many places because, oh, Oh <laughs> shoot! We want to serve more races too, you know. But no, but uh, but now nah, we we have zundreds. When I say zunders, I mean hundreds of people a day. And when and unfortunately, what I sell takes time. It's fresh, made to order, so there's no real fast way to do it. So now you got hundreds of people pulling up, and they're traveling two, three hours to get there. Sometimes have to wait another two, three hours to get their food, and they doing it with a smile. Because I'm out there showing love. They see that as a black old business from the bottom. And I mean the bottom, bottom. You know what I mean? There's a billion stories I can tell you. But it's hundreds of them coming out there. So I just, you know, I felt like I've been in a war the past six months trying to, because I want people to have a good time. I want to be able to get their food, enjoy themselves, have this experience. But, you know, once, once an hour start going by, you know what I mean, the boiling point start kicking in. And, and, I, and I actually want to start that game when I come back called uh, Zooling Point. Basically, when they take your order, I take your phone number. Once it's done, we're going to call you. So if we don't call you, your order's not done. But guess what? I understand. After that, after that's come back like, yo, is it ready yet? Then, 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 he missed. boiling point. You, you lost. You came back. I told you, it ain't done. You standing here ain't going to make it fast. But it's mad people coming, bro, and I can't serve it. So then there's hundreds on the phone calling. I've been turning away hundreds of people a day. Hundreds. As an entrepreneur, you're like, what are you doing? I can't, you can't serve them. And then we had the pandemic going on. We had to be closed by eight, nine o'clock. At least I thought, I found out I didn't have to close because I was essential business. I didn't know, but I was closing trying to get closed by eight o'clock. And I'd be like, yo, I used had to get on video and tell people, hey, I'm so sorry. If you're on your way here, turn around. Don't come. Please don't come. Don't come to Zogie. And then it got to the point, so many phone calls coming in I had to get to the point and respect those people that drove and stood in this line and said unfortunately I can't take your phone calls no more. You got to you got to pull up. You got to pull up. So what I just did, you know what I mean to reach my fire made another investment to make the business better is buy another truck. So that when you, and I'm not putting that truck in another spot, it's going to be in the same spot. So now we can try now now I, I, I'm all about war. You know what I mean I, I'm getting equipped. You know what I mean? the fight. So now I, I doubled the cooking space. You know what I mean? And and actually, or triple the cooking space. So now that we can try to get this thing to a manageable time. Because I, I, you know what I mean? I like how Chick-fil-A, went to Chick-fil-A the other day. It was packed. I still got my food in seven minutes, bro. And I know their stuff is pre-done. You know, my stuff is fresh. But I'm just trying my best to figure out how I can get this to the point where you can get a Zogi. And a Zogi is an unbelievable deep-fried hoagie where you put your choice of zish, chicken, drip Strap, Zobster, or all of them on one Z Fry roll, and that shit is gold. I mean, it's gold, you know what I mean? And that's what has happened when I created that deep fried roll years ago. But yeah, people coming from all over the place, hours, drives, and hours of wait. But when I reopen on Juneteenth, this Friday, I'm ready to see how fast we're going to get them out of here. But I don't think they're going to leave right away. Because, hey, why would you leave where there's love at, man? They will send their car chill. And I mean, we're going, you know what I mean, parlay. Nope. We're going to speak Zinglish to Zeta. I'm going to say Zello. They're going to say Zello. I'm going to say Zayuzo. They're going to say Zayuzo. I'm going to say you Zutiful. She going to say thank you. We're going to put that Z on everything, baby. It's going to be a Zutiful experience.
0: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Let's talk a little bit about the finances. How How are the margins in the food truck industry? <laughs> Dude, th- originally, the margins is
1: horrible. Bruh, you Let's you, say you sold something. For $10, $10, right? Now you got to take a say, if you're a, a startup entrepreneur, you're going to be the person doing the work. So that $10 sandwich, whatever, you got to take consideration. You have to go drive because you ain't big boy yet that they're going to bring it to you. You got to drive and go to a market. Eventually, I had to go an hour to Philadelphia to go to the market and get the food and product. Drive back. You know I mean, that's gas money. And my time is money. You got to figure out what that is worth. And then you sell a product with mad fish on it. Cause you want it to be crazy and mad fish. You want to give them more than what they're paying for. Right. So to do that, you got to give a lot of product. Yeah. You know I mean, so now I didn't gave out something that might've cost me and product $5 and I'm trying to get $10, but I still got to pay a person. I still got to pay tax. I mean, I mean, if you're in New Jersey, you got to pay sales tax. Well, you ain't got to that. that's added on. But if early on, I, I, I just wasn't charging nothing. <laughs> but but basically, don't do that. If you get injured, make sure you all pay the sales tax or charge. At least you got to charge it to sell. I didn't charge it, so I didn't have it to give it. But then I still had tax time. I still had to pay sales tax. So I was actually taking that cost on, too. So the number I had to do, I didn't get it from nobody, but I still had to pay that. So that was even in the cost. So the, the margin was so small. Some people talk about actually sometimes being like 12% you might be able to get out of it, 12% when it comes down to profit. You're awesome if you can get 25% if you figured out a product where you can get probably 25%, 30 You got to figure out a product that, that has a very low cost. If I recommend anything as far as food business, I recommend getting into funnel cakes. The very first thing I saw before I ever thought about food was the funnel cake business. And I sell Zonelzakes. I sell Zonelzakes and uh, fried Zorios and fried ZBJs. Peanut butter, jelly time, peanut butter, jelly time, fried PBJs. So you're talking about funnel cakes, two cents, three cents to make, and they sell funnel cakes for 5 and, you know, $7. So if you want to try to get into something that has some margins, and people love it, Zunnel cakes funnel cakes that's what you need to be selling you start selling shrimp and crab and all this that shit gotta hide that shit costs a lot of money and then if you're coming up in a in in an impoverished type area you can't charge no you can't charge the worth and if you do you probably ain't selling nothing and and now you know fortunately fast forward we're blessed now and through some creativity and through some haters throwing ish at me, you should do this. That ain't nothing. That's trash. And when they did that to me, this is how the Zock monster came about. Yeah. I mean, the triple C monster came about and now they're the most famous, uh, hoagies in the East coast and probably going to be around the country pretty soon where they're traveling to pay $60 for a hoagie, $60, $50 for the, the one right under that. and,
0: that what my boy said JL is a game changer. No doubt, no doubt. That is definitely a game changer. Um let's kind of let's, let's kind of segue into into marketing cuz you know, I, I I look at you, I look at your social media, um the whole Z thing like you're a marketing genius, man. Like, Zay- um, Zay- t- 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 talk to me about marketing. Why marketing is important um to your brand and just talk to me about how you approach your marketing.
1: Yo, marketing is everything. I means everything. I don't give a zuck how zud you cook. I don't give a zuck how thorough your skills is and whatever it is. I don't give a zuck. Know why? Because I don't know you are. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you at. So you don't care how good it zucking tastes. I can't taste it. So it's it's irrelevant to have something so good and be so skilled and something that tastes so great and nobody know about it. How do they know about it? You have to get attention. How do you get attention? You be zifferent. You gotta be zifferent. A purple cow. Brown cows nobody talk about because brown cows is everywhere. Purple cow, I'm gonna tell you, like, bro, it's a sucking purple cow down the street. Go see that shit. Go see it now, and everybody's gonna go see this damn zebra cow. is gonna be a damn uh a uh, 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 tourist attraction. So you gotta become a tourist attraction for whatever it is you selling. I don't care if you're selling zoo. I don't care if you're selling drugs. I don't care if you're selling marketing. I don't care if you're selling teeth. Whatever you're selling, you're gonna have to be different. You're gonna have to be unique. You're gonna have to be something that stands out. You're gonna have to be able to make some noise. You're gonna have to be able to do something. But I'm not a salesman. Well, you better hire one because ain't nothing moving without sales. You better hire one quick hey chef zoki is in a whole nother uh avenue too you see that right here That called zoke you know what zoke mean zoke means big appetite because when you got a big appetite you'll go in the backyard with a walmart fry with no money and say i'm going to become a millionaire doing this when you zoke you're going to go out here and they're going to you're going to set up and start popping and you're grinding and everybody loves you and then they shoot at your business, and everybody gets afraid and leaves, but you open up the next day because you're so you're hungry. You have a big appetite. When you have a big appetite, you have hunger pains. And when you got hunger pains, you listen to only your own hunger pains. Everybody out here may be hungry, but that pain says something different. Listen to your pain. And what your pain is telling you is to keep going. Your pain is telling you to keep grinding. What your pain is telling you, you got to get it. when I'm hungry, I got to eat. And when you got to eat, you're going to eat. And when, if you got to eat a certain thing, you're going to do whatever you got to do to eat. That means be creative. That means if I got discipline, that mean I got to not eat cars Sacrificing so I can get to the point where I eat eat, that's what I gotta do. So, this is what you gotta do is separate yourself from the masses. Be different. start your own zanguish, cause call something called Zinglish, then do something, but you ain't gotta be me. You gotta be you, and whatever it is you are it's unique because they own another you around the world. I know we're in a world that's all about conformity. I know it wants everybody to conform and be the same, but that's zuck and It's it is and crazy. You know why it's and zrazy? Because all those that conform don't wind up being nothing you know why because they're the same you're average you're not different but you know who we look at as legends you know who we talk about those who don't conform those who are different those who change those who do crazy stuff those that they say is out of their mind that's who we make the legends that's who we remember their name that's who we follow after so why are we still trying to be conform be different and i already know it's an easy way to do that just be you and if you don't know who you is it's time for you to get into a quiet place and get rid of the downloads and be you and if you be you, I guarantee you the world will accept you because you gonna be you but you gotta accept you first and once you accept you i don't give a damn what you say because i love me and if i love me it gives you permission to love me and sometimes yeah someone's out there may hate you because you love you but zuck and i'm telling you do what you do differently and do it proudly and do it with faith and do it boldly have enthusiasm do what you do believe and how do you get all that confidence faith whatever they say practice make perfect you got to get involved in whatever you do get absorbed you see this chef hat I wear this zucking zings everywhere. If I'm playing basketball, I got a chef hat on. If I'm playing, uh, uh, if I'm if I'm working out, I'm playing a chef hat on. Why? Because when they say they say that's a zucking dude in a gym and he got a chef hat on. I'm a chef. I'm Chef Zogi, and I want you to know me. And how do I want to know me? Because I'm wearing a chef hat so in places I don't post to. So I'm talking about marketing, right? That's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about marketing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's what it's all about, people. And I want you to be great. I want you to be great, great, great. And and to be great, you got to be you. And that's all I can exhort you to do is be you and figure out how are you, how can you become a niche? How can you become a niche? You're not going to be a niche being
0: like them. That is the question. Man, brother, woo! Fire, baby, fire, baby! <laughs> listen, listen. I, I don't even know what my next question is, bro. I'm just like, man, should I end the show here? Or what, man? Yeah, that was crazy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling goosebumps, man. That was, I, I'm speechless, bro. I'm Dang. speechless, man. Damn. That's that's marketing, bro. That is well, yeah. that is marketing. That's what it's about, man. That that that's what, is it's, what about. it's
1: about. Yes, man. sir. It- an invisible man can't sell a thing, bro.
0: Listen, where 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 did that come from, bro? Where where does that come from? Where do you get that from? I get that through 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 life, man. I've been living a little while,
1: man, and I, and I, I've done it the passive way. I, 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 it was it was a moment in time where I transformed, man, and, and the passive way was laid in fear. I mean I was passive because I was afraid to 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 make somebody mad. I I was I was I I just told a story the other day, but I was on a football field as a young kid and I would count the lane and see who was in lane and be like, oh shit, he's gonna gonna knock my block off. And I would be passive and I wouldn't even try hard to get to beat the guy because I already felt that he was gonna, you know, run me over or something. And then you know it it came a time, real quick, you said where it come from. I'm a flashback, 1989, I'm on Oaks football team. We're playing against Bristol uh, 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 football team, and they're huge. They're beating the shit out of us. It's 40 to nothing, bro. I'm in the game. I'm scared, bro. I'm scared to death. I'm in this game, and everybody is, is getting hurt. That's better than me. They're getting hurt right? And I got a play call for me to go out for a pass. And the big old dude was right there. I just knew he was going to push me down. So I split out. That ain't the play, Zoe. You ain't supposed to split out. My quarterback said, come back in, come back in. So when I came back in, I came back in. And when I came back in, they hiked the ball. I didn't even go out for the pass. But I was biting on my mouthpiece. The quarterback got sacked and he still remembers that. My boy down in Atlanta, AD, said, so dog, you didn't even go out for the pass. You was scared as shit. I said, yo, I wasn't trying to get hurt. So I went back to the bench. The coach said something to me later on. So why did you do that? I, said, man, I don't know. So then he says, So I want you to run an in around. And this is when the, the tight end comes around and gets a handoff and go. Now we're losing 40 nothing. I'm probably like 10, 12 years old. I don't know. And I see 40 nothing. I see better players hurt. I'm trying to make be logical. I'm like, okay, if they're hurt and they're stronger than me and faster than me, uh, we're losing. There's no way we can win. It's, in the last 4 we we're 40 to nothing. And you're telling me to be the sacrificial lamb and make an in around and go get hurt too. You know what I told that coach, bro? I looked him in his face and said, nope, <laughs> I'm not running. No, in a I'm not running in a But mind you this, bro, this is the day it changed. This is when Ezel Barnes became Ezel Barnes. That day, immediately, a flash came in my mind. My dad used to tell me I'm a man made of muscle. I knock a train off his tussle. I make a bulldog hustle. How strong is you, son? And I used to look up at my dad like this. I'm stronger than you, daddy. And at that moment, I wasn't stronger than nobody. I was scared. I was there. And then I said to myself, I just embarrassed my dad. I just embarrassed the barn's name. I just embarrassed. And I don't even know if he was at that game. But that, shook me up so bad that I just embarrassed the name and I said that I was a man made of muscle I like can train and I was stronger than him and at that moment I said I will never back down again. I will never be afraid again. I will never take a step back again. I will not be passive. I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going it. And at that moment, the next day in practice, I was popping heads. I was knocking cats out. I was doing things that they, and they said, what the hell happened? It was a moment in time. And if you just make a decision in a moment in time, it can change. You don't have to be passive. You ain't got to be a loser all your life. You can change now. Right now you can change if you want to. It's all about you making a decision in a moment and it can change you forever and that's what happened with me it changed me forever and from that moment I got a whole timeline of things I've accomplished throughout my life because of that moment of me being afraid and me acknowledging that I was afraid and I was scared that 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 would never happen again I seen windows and things open up and I've seen giants fall before me because I did not fear. I saw that giant. You're going down. And that's what it is. And that's what my faith comes fit. And when faith and with my belief, I'm always willing to work it out. And that's what makes the man. When you are willing to put the work, line it up with your faith, you are not going to be able to be stopped nothing is impossible to him that believes. So basically this is where it comes from. I have a big imagination and if I can imagine it, I know it is possible because I wouldn't have imagined it. So when I imagine it, I know it's possible. So this is a great thing I want y'all to know is basically when you see greatness out there, when you see a great man, when I was in college, it was a dude, uh, well, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan dunked from the free throw line. Everybody said he's a God. They all said he was a God. Wow. And you know what my crazy behind said, damn, how can I do that? And when you ask yourself that question, how can I? When you say how can I, the brain must figure it out. The imagination must figure it out. And guess what the answer mostly going to be? A whole lot of work. That meant I had to go do all these polymetrics. I had to go do this crazy gym work. I had to go do all this because I naturally could not jump from the free throw line. But guess who later on be able to jump from the free throw? And I jumped off of two feet. I did. Why? Because I was willing to imagine it, but then I was willing to go put the thousand hours of polymetric work in behind it, and it made it happen. So if you're willing to work, because everybody can dream a dream, but everybody don't want to work the work. So dream the dream, work the work, and it's going to happen in due time. It ain't free to know exactly when, but it's going to happen. And so that's where it comes from. That's what it comes from. I have belief in me. My mom always told me you can do all things. There's nothing impossible. You. So all these little things is all embedded in me and I actually got a book that 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 details that will be out probably in a uh, couple months called Easy Excellence. Excellence the easy way, which is not an easy way but a sure way to have your way of life. And Zot Sam, I talk a lot because I just be want to get it all out. I just want to share with the world, man. I want everybody to know you can be you can be more by doing more. Be more by doing more, man. And that's what it's all about. And I want everybody to win. I want everybody to be great. Walk in love. Love yourself. And if you love yourself, you'll go hard and so that you can love others, man. Put that work in. No doubt. Hoagies over by Hoagies, taking bread for our PBJ, JHA's, We want to serve you every day, day, day. My bad, my bad, my
0: bad. <laughs> no, nah, we good, we good, bro, we good. As a businessman, what are some of your weaknesses, man?
1: My weakness is is organization. So 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 my strength, right? My strength is when I see it, I'm going, I'm going. So when you're going like that, you don't really sometimes have a full fledged plan because <laughs> When I'm trying to get a plan together, it this is where while you're trying to get it all together, sometimes this is when trepidation will kick in. This is where some fear can creep in. And I don't play with that. I do not play with that. So I, I know my weakness. So I don't I know go. You so, so if you go, you'll figure it out on the way. You know what I mean? Then get back. So now you gotta have people aligned lined up with you. My partner, she's really, really organized. You know what I mean, so so that that's good because I'm I'm not, I'm really I'm, I'm a, a visionary. I see things and I, I want to make them happen and I'm willing to do the work and it may take my ass all damn daylight. So I'm gone. But there's a lot of integral things in business that got to be done. You got to be able to get these permits filled out. You got to be able to put the proper numbers into these pages and all this type of stuff. So you got to sometimes be able to take your time and sit down. Cause I used to do it all at one point by myself. I tried, but that, but I got so much to do. Yeah. You know I mean, it, it, it's not going to work that way. So delegation at one point was my weakness that I didn't delegate. You know what I mean? So now, you know what I mean, it's been better for me because i realized I'm not going to pay attention to where it needs to be attention to detail unless it's something that I am totally focused on. So if I'm focused on it, oh, I'm going to pay attention to detail because I got to be mindful. I don't do nothing without being mindful because once I make it right, once I succeed, I repeat the process. You know what I mean? Because I'm mindful. I didn't just do it. I was thinking the whole time I was moving. You know I mean? So when I do it right, it's, it's boom, it's programmed. I know what I did so I can repeat it. And that's the whole key to success, being a repeat, successful processor. So when I messed up in time is because I didn't do a piece of paperwork that was due. I didn't do that. And, and, and me doing that caused, you know, caused me a pain <laughs> because I wasn't organized. Hey, shoot, I, some of this stuff I'm experiencing now is because I, I try to move fast and, and I, I, I put the permit work in, this, that, the other, but they require fingerprints and all this stuff. And I thought that maybe, shoot, I can just get it going. And, and I and shit, I went and started I got a look I got a week and a half in before they came and shut my ass down you know what I mean but 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 I got a week and a half in though but the, the, the thing is you got to be organized so my weakness as far as business and that's what and and business you have to be though you have to have every i dotted t's crossed so you want to do that and I know personally you know that's not naturally what I want to do. Is not, I just want to go do the work. I just want to be with the people. I want to do the marketing. I want to do whatever it is to make things happen and move. But guess what? That's the paperwork. But somehow I never fell in love with that. So I got a part of the to do that. And uh, other jobs, I you know I do my part. But but weakness in business, I would say that's what my weakness is. Other than that, uh, the the strength is love, loving people, man, and showing people people ain't traveling on that way just for no damn sandwich. They traveling that way because they know Zot Zam. that dude, he's different. And he got love for me. Because when you're in my presence, man, you're the most important person in the world. You know what I mean? No one's more important than who's in front of me. You know what I mean? And that's who I'm gonna give all my love and my attention to, whether it's for 30 seconds, a minute, or a lot of times if we caught up and it's just us, that shit gonna be ours. Because I'm gonna try to show I'm gonna try to share every experience I have with you in hopes that, you know, what I mean, if there's something you're trying to achieve, that it'll propel you to go ahead and get it. Because I want you to go get it.
0: No doubt. And you can definitely see that, you know, on your social media. We we, we see you spend time with every customer. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's, it's, it's just you and them. You know what I'm saying? In y'all little world. And you show everybody that Zuv. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. No doubt. No doubt. What do you, what do, you do for personal development? Personal development? I was going to say,
1: man, I got, I got library full of Zooks, man. I, I, I've been reading for so many years that, you know what I mean, that, yeah, I almost can verbatim spit out these, <laughs> spit these books and things at, at you. Um, development, you know, we, we read books like Thinking thinking Grow Rich and uh, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And, um, of course, I, I grew up around church, so I, the, the, I read the Bible, you know, from the back, so I saw all the, the uh universal principles and laws and things in there that I would read and, and apply those principles. You know what I mean? So such as like sowing and reaping, reaping and sowing things, like speaking things that are not as though they are and, and buying into these, these principles and realizing that you're uh, you'll be able to come on top if you if you use them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, one of the greatest things is um, I was a teaching about going the extra mile. Right. And when I came up, whenever you did more, whenever you did more in the hood, they would say you was kissing his ass. Or you, you, you put you kissing up or doing or you do that on a job. And I learned after I made a decision in my life, I didn't give a damn what other people thought. If I was in it, if I was at a job or, or I'm on a team, I went hard, hard. I did way more than what they said you're supposed to do. I did double, triple. But what that does is separate you from everyone, everyone else. And it allows you to pretty much write your own check. If you you know what I mean, you can do whatever you want because you are doing more, and that's how you become more. So personal development. I'm already reading, studying. I got brothers. Yeah, I mean, you know, mastermind groups. I'm with brothers like you all the time. Like yesterday, the same story that I told this story yesterday. Just talking to brothers on the streets, and I was on the block talking. I was speaking to my brothers. My brothers shake their head, and you know what they said? They was like, "Score!" Because I'm imagining them speaking to thousands of people. It's just one brother there. But I'm speaking to 10,000 people. You know what I mean? Because and it's developing, you know, me the whole time. be saying I'm just practicing, bro. If I'm talking too much, I'm just practicing. You know what I mean? And then you just read all these books. But there's a book uh, called The Greatest Salesman Alive by Ogmandino, right? And I used to change the name of the book and call it The Greatest Person Alive. I recommend that you go get a book on Ogmandino, The Greatest... Person, the greatest salesman alive, that's what it's called. And he got a whole list of books, but I read this book. And this book, I mean, I was already applying these principles, but it definitely, I felt like the application to what these scrolls were doing. Anyone that applied these things, they were immediately have a transformation in their business, in their personal life, and they'll be able to do more. Yeah, I mean, and the number one scroll in that book, bro, when we talk about personal development, it says, I will greet each day with love in my heart. For it's the greatest secret to success in all ventures. Muscle can split a shield, even destroy life. But the unseen power of love can open the hearts of men. And until you master that art, you'll be nothing more than a peddler in the marketplace. You need to make love your greatest weapon. And none of whom you call will be able to defend against this force. Your speech, they may distrust. Your appearance, they may not approve. Your bargains may cause them suspicion. But your love can melt the hearts of men like the sun softens the coldest clay. You need to greet each day with love in your heart. And how will you speak to all in whom you meet? In one way, in silence. You'll say the words, I love you. Though you said that to yourself, the words will shine in your eyes, a wrinkle your brow, bring a smile to your lips, and echo in your voice. And who can say no to your goods if their heart feels your love? That's just a little bit of that scroll. I mean, And then it talks about how it's also your weapon and how it's also your shield, how it would be able to help you uh, soften the, the arrows of hate and all this type of stuff, it would beat on my new shield of love, and it would just bounce off me like the soft as a rain. And I read this, it's like, eight, nine scrolls in that book, and if you read it three times in a day, you won't be able to do what I just did, like, verbatim, be able to spit that jaw, and to become part of you. And when I meet people that I don't know, and I'm going, I've already said that to myself, bro, I love you, you know what I mean? I, I don't go, you know what I mean, out loud, and be like, I love you, I got some brothers that say I love you straight up like that, you know what I mean? But I said to myself, and like it says, it shines in my eyes. It un- wrinkles my eyes. it brings a smile. It echoes in my voice. And it would do that in yours. You just got to be willing to love, man. It's a choice. And once you, once, you, once you tap into that, and then you go about that and apply it to whatever you're doing, whether it's working out, eating, whatever it is, business. I'm telling you the, the force behind that, the power behind that is second to none. You're looking at a man right now that whatever I ever been into, eventually I became number one. And it's only because of those principles I'm talking about. Sowing and reaping, willing to do the work, and truly, truly, you know I mean, having people's best interests at, 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 at heart. You know I mean, and that is the is the—that that is the recipe. If I want to do a little lingo, Chef Zogi's Recipes for Success. And you know I put a Z on it, success. You know what I mean? But damn, I... I, I this is what I do, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this I'm, is what this is this is my purpose. I wanna be bro, in front I love of point wanna be in front of thousands, speaking life to people, man. That's what it's about. It ain't even about I mean Zogie's was just a challenge because I already already accomplished being number one in, in selling vacuums. You know? I accomplished not being able to touch a room and being able to dunk the basketball or doing any type of dunk. I already accomplished being able to score forty-five points a game in leagues that I was in. it's a lot of things that already been done that I, I could go speak on. But I wanted Zogies to be that last thing that we can may turn from a backyard business to a multi-million dollar business. And you know I mean, from the muscle, with no outside help except love from, you know, the hood people that I asked for just this, that, and the other, but straight up grind so that we can speak this life to love to people, that they know that they can get it, man. You can get it whatever the hustle is. I don't care what it is, because most most businesses are good. You just gotta make it good. You you've just been invisible. You just forgot about becoming a purple cow. You got to make sure you do those things, man. And then you'll be able to start getting to the limelights and be able to start, you know, being a mover and shaker. And and that's my, my, and I appreciate you so much, bro, for inviting me on this podcast, man. You know what I mean? Cause this is where I sat.
0: No doubt, man. No doubt. um, Man, like the, 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 the words you're saying, man, everything. I mean, you're definitely a special brother, man. Like I see so much for you. Like it, it's, it's, you, you, you're going to the, to the top man it's, it's just like anything you could imagine just your mindset um your personality the, the love that you give even when we first when we first talked before the show you know we talked for two hours just right. you know like we were like we were brothers and we had never even yeah. met before and it's just you know that 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 is so infectious and you know, I implore everybody, make sure y'all follow this brother, not only for the food, because the food is just a whole nother <laughs> craziness. But as yeah. you can see, the the, the the love that he pours into, into people, into what he's doing, his passion. You can learn a whole lot from from, from what Ezel's doing, man, for sure. It's crazy, man. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm so glad we had this conversation, man. This is dope. So we're yeah. we gonna start kind of closing up. We've been rocking for like an hour and a half. Listen, bro. We could I, I could talk to you all day, keep it real. You know what I'm saying? But we I don't want to throw a show on it be like four hours. It'd be like, what? We ain't letting four hours of this show. But um but 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 let's start trying to rap. Um Zogie's the, the brand, the business. What 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 do you see for it the next three to five years? Just just talk about that real quick. Where do you see this brand and this business going?
1: Three to five years, you have Zogies pretty much all over this nation, man. Uh, what we talked about earlier in this podcast about ownership right now. So right now, I just went and purchased another, another truck. You know what I mean? We're going to add it and the ability to be able to serve the customers better. But now, I have a meeting in Violet, New Jersey. You know what I mean? They have a property over there that I'm going to go see. And now, I'm, I'm going to start taking my first steps and buying the land. You know what I mean? It's a restaurant that uh, they say, rent it or No, no, I'm, I don't want to rent it. I'm coming to buy it. If, it. if it's if it's good, I'm coming to buy it. So 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 uh, that would be the first. Uh, Many If it's what I think it's going to be. I mean, but if not in Philadelphia, uh, soon we'll be able to uh, find a spot there also. Not only will we be having the trucks, I'm going to get uh, locations also because with remember, with the trucks, they require commissary. So you might as well have your uh, restaurant anyway that your truck can sign up and be linked to. And come out that way. Uh, otherwise, they gonna, they going you're gonna be paying that amount of money anyway, trying to hook up with somebody. Because they're gonna get you, they're gonna get you if you, if you, if you uh, anything of value, man. It's just unfortunate the way it is. So I'm going over the next three to five years look to spread uh, Zogies, uh, the, the, the business, as far as food trucks and locations. We haven't had the, the first pure location. We had one in a bar before that was like a set location, I guess, uh, a couple years ago. But we're going to start putting them in pretend uh violent philadelphia and then i, I want to jump all the way down because the htl man we brought a new smell to the ATL, and i know it'd be zandamonium it's gonna be zandamonium when we put it in in an but it's gonna be zandamonium in philadelphia it's gonna be zandamonium in xylan no matter where we go so three to five years we're gonna do that but what you're gonna see is with with chef Zogi, though with this right here zoke you know what i mean that person with the big appetite that hunger we're going to be pushing this brand, man, that people want to rock something. You want to rock something, rock something that means something, man. Something that, that that's from the ground, from the muscle, that, that that very name itself is about having an appetite for success. You know what I mean? So I'm going to start stepping into where my calling is, where I want to be, where I vision is speaking in front of thousands of people, bro. So in the next three to five years, Zoke is going to be doing this ones and twos, but Zoke himself, you know what I mean? That's... That's my name, Zoke, my nickname anyway. So Ezel Barnes, of course, is my real name. But Zoke himself is going to start doing what we're just doing just now, man. And we're going to polish ourselves. We're going to get ourselves to where we are, our ultimate professional. And we're going to
0: inspire people, man, all around the world. So let, let, let's, fi- fi- I, I need a final thought from you because you've been giving me final thoughts and jewels the whole damn show, <laughs> but I still need to get your final thought. That's one, and I need you to let everybody know. Number one, where they can find you at on social media. Um, number two, where they can find you at the, the the locations that you'll be in or the area to come find you and come taste that Zocness monster, yes. right? And, yes. and 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 and, and uh, just lastly, where to connect with Ezel Barnes, man. So so let's start with where to connect with you. How to f- how to find Zogies? I know we got the big opening coming up, Juneteenth, June nineteenth. Talk a little bit about that, and then we'll wrap it up with a final thought. Again, we're all about connection, man. And where you
1: can connect with me is going to Zogies at Zogies on Facebook. You can connect. You can go to Ezel Barnes. So I got some spaces open. You can connect there too. But you also can go to Instagram at Zogies, and that's a Z O A G I E S. Hogie's with a Z. I mean, and as and when you go to when you go and follow those pages, like I said, you will be entertained. And once you do come to come to one of our locations you're going to get upgraded because Zogies on blue fire hogies and funnel PBJs is something. So Zogies as Zogies, um, as Zogies on Instagram at Zogies on Facebook. And also Zogies.com is our website. I have, I have a Zogies story on the website. I also have uh, a store at on the website, Zogies.com. You can get some Zog gear or some Zogies gear, whatever you choose. You know what I mean, uh, if you want to support in that manner and, um, yeah, it got it got our menus on zogies.com. A whole lot of things. I ain't got the Zogiest Monster on there yet. You got to pull up, one, pull up to the truck, get you know, all that special stuff. But uh, yeah, so you can find out all about me through uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, most likely, we'll be uh, pulling up this week uh, Virginia Ave and Willis Street in Pensgrove, Grove, uh, New Jersey, uh, for Juneteenth from eleven to nine. It's gonna be a it's gonna be litty. People have been calling me for the past three weeks like, yo, like it's about to be like the, the reveal of the new Jordans. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy, bro. They coming to get that Zoc Ness Monster from all over the East Coast. People in Virginia have been calling me. Just let me know I'm ready to take the eight hours. I said eight hours. I guess they're including the four-plus hours up and the four-plus back. They ready, man, to come get this Zogi Fuel. Zogie Fuel is different, man. And definitely uh, Facebook, Instagram, I'm looking for you. Follow, follow follow, this, man. I'm definitely going to go on my, my – uh, my sights and they'll notify you, my brother Rob Mel
0: Wiley. That's how you say it. You you got it. You got a damn pack, bro. You good, Rob Mel Wiley? Yes, sir. <laughs> you the okay. man, my brother. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right, final thought, man. Let's wrap it up. Give him give him a quick jewel, a quick diamond for them to take and put around their neck and walk away with. Yo,
1: this is going to be a repeat of a thought. An invisible man can't sell. A thing, be different. In order to be different, you just gotta be you. And if you don't know who you is, take some time in a quiet place, chill. Listen to that inner you, man, and then reveal you to the world, and they'll accept it, and you'll shine. Because we're looking for the uniqueness out here. That's my jewel. Much love to y'all, man. I appreciate you. Be you, be different, And you
0: is different. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love. Truck and hustle.